Hello, podcast fans. This is Falcon Paladin coming to you with yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. And with me, as always, is my co-caster from Down Under. His name is Wade. G'day, mate. G'day. I hope your beautiful, beautiful summery afternoon is just everything you could ever ask for. Or it's possible you haven't left your house today. I don't know. I, ha- I have left my house. It's overcast. Oh, it's kind of nice sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's not hot, so I'll take it. Yeah, is overcast kind of a rarity for you up there? No. Down there? No, it's no. often overcast. Okay. All right. I guess I'm asking because where I am, rainstorms are fairly rare. I think we get them, I don't know, it feels like maybe 10 to 15 times a year. Mm. So I enjoy those when they happen. We get more rain than that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's not like you're central Australia or anything. Good grief. No, not quite that far inland. The true desert. Exactly. All right. I have a funny story to tell you. You want to hear a funny story? Always. All right, so about eight months ago, one of my coworkers, who's a pretty talkative guy, very friendly, but sometimes can get a little bit uh, carried away with his conversations. In what way? He just doesn't know when to stop talking sometimes. It's like he'll follow you to your desk and you'll turn on your computer and start working and he's still chattering away. Okay. Like you're responding to an email, tap, 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 tap. And he's like, so did you see that? football game and it's like dude take a hint anyway very friendly though like just always in a good mood he's actually the guy who helped me self-publish my book oh nice so we've we've you know we're friends we chat we're not in the same department so we don't see each other all the time but anyway he's involved in a convention in the salt lake valley called ltue which stands for uh the meaning of life the universe and everything okay just from hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy for those listeners who don't know thank you it's mostly a writing conference. People who want to write screenplays and books and regular plays and musicals and stuff like that. And so people get together and there's presentations and then kind of collaborate and get inspiration and help each other out. It's, it's pretty neat. Mm. It's a pretty cool conference that happens every year. And it gets some pretty good names. Brandon Sanderson's been to it a bunch of times. Who? Uh, oh, no. We haven't talked about Brandon Sanderson? Uh, no. I don't, I don't oh. recognize the name. All right, so Brandon Sanderson is an author from, I want to say, Washington, attended BYU. He is, I'd say, one of the top five fantasy authors in the world right now. Okay, sure. At least English speaking. I can't speak to like Italian fantasy. But uh, anyway, he did Mistborn. He is working on the Stormlight Archives right now, if you've heard anything about that. Nope. Okay, you should find... I, I'm going to recommend Mistborn to you right now. You should read that if you're looking for something to read. Uh, so, yes. So, Nick said, hey, you should come to a presentation of about your StarCraft casting. And I was like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's really that kind of a venue. And he said, no, no, no. I've been going for years. I'm involved in the production of it. And I feel like people would be really interested to learn about this and learn how to do it and maybe kind of get look behind the scenes of YouTube content. And I said, all right, Nick, if you say so. So I completely put it out of my mind because it wasn't happening until February 2018, which was effectively never. Yeah, right. It's like eight months away. Yeah, it was never. And so I forgot about it. And then I got a couple emails from the conference saying, hey, we've got you registered. And I was like, ah, oh, thanks, dude. He registered me. And... <laughs> Got it ready to go. And so I was ready to go. We had a laptop with the game installed. We were going to do it to a projector. I was going to give a presentation outlining my history um, with YouTube and StarCraft and kind of explain some of the problems that I'm seeing and some of the benefits I see using YouTube as a platform and then cast a short game and then just do a Q&A. So I was thinking, you don't know, 30 minutes, maybe 45, if things go extremely well. It wasn't going to be a huge thing. Please tell me he made you the keynote speaker. So I show up. About 45 minutes before my time. And I was kind of hanging out, making sure I can find the the place I'm presenting in. And it's in a hotel with a convention area to it. A lot of hotels do that. I'm mm-hmm. not sure you know what I'm talking about. but yeah. Okay. So I go to the room where I'm going to be presenting. And there's another one going on. And it's packed. Like this guy is talking about uh, fantasy writing in particular. So I thought it was pretty interesting. So I caught like the last you know, 30 minutes of it. And it was great. And then as that one ends, five minutes before the hour, and mine's supposed to start on the hour, everybody starts filing out 
and the room clears. And I'm like, okay, now I'll just wait for people to come in. For my thing, nobody comes in. <laughs> One person is sitting on the very back row. And I'm pretty sure that he was just left over from the previous <laughs> previous thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm there with my coworker and he's like, oh, uh, yeah, it's not looking good. And like the hour comes and goes and we're five past. And we just called the guy in the back. Hey, man, are you here for the, uh, the StarCraft shoutcasting presentation? And he goes, what? Oh, yeah, no. No, I was here for the first thing, and I'm I'm trying to meet my girlfriend, but she's running late. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just kind of laughing because I have no expectations. Like I said, when I first heard of this, I said, this probably isn't a good fit, but mm. whatever. I'll give it a try. And so uh, actually, it turns out the dude did decide to stick around, and he's one of my subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Chris, random dude happened to be in the room hmm. and so we had a chat with him and one of the event staff uh just about youtube and different ways to kind of grow the channel and chris suggested very strongly that i put some let's play other games up on the channel and i said i'll think about it <laughs> and it was it was just funny it was really funny i mean new and showed and so the, my coworker is like i feel bad let me take you out to lunch for driving clear over here and taking some time off work. Because it was. It was on a Thursday afternoon, right during work. Right. So I took some time off and went and did it. But anyway, I kind of, after it was over, I kind of felt like, you know what? I probably could have gotten some people there if I'd ever <laughs> told anybody I was doing it. Yeah. If I tweeted about it or put it up on Facebook, I have people who are my fans here in the area. And I'm sure two of them would have wanted to come. Statistically probable. Yeah, exactly. I actually had somebody ask the other day if I was going to be going to some kind of a gaming convention in Salt Lake City. Where did, what was he talking about? I'm trying to find this comment real quick. This is your favorite, favorite thing. Mm -hmm. The digging for information. The digging for information on the internet. We've all been there. Can't find it. Anyway, there was some kind of something <laughs> I've never heard of before. So that's why I can't remember the name. Okay. So it's not that like he was Comic Con or anything no, like that. No, no, no. It wasn't it wasn't Salt Lake Comic Con. Uh uh. Uh but that he wanted me to go to and I was like, eh. Hmm. So I don't know. Like I'm trying I'm just second second guessing myself on a lot of this stuff. I kind of feel like maybe I should make an effort to get out there to these conventions and just try to get the brand out. I mean that's what they say is marketing market yourself, you know? You can't catch prey if you wait for them to chase you. I mean, I catch some prey by waiting for them to chase me. Uh, I feel more like what you're doing is fishing. You're throwing out bait, and then you're waiting for them to get interested. Like There's yes. a clear difference between that and chasing down a gazelle. Okay, that seems fair. So anyway, I might switch up how I do things here, is what I'm trying oh, to say. Maybe. So if, <laughs> if, you're, if you're local, let me know what stuff is going on you want me to go to, and I'll look and see if I can make it over. Fair enough. And actually, I should be more honest. When Chris said that I should do Let's Play stuff, I was like, you know what? My buddy Wade tells me that all the time. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I said, well, if friends are telling me to do it and randos are telling me to do it, then I suppose I might as well do it. So I actually recorded a, <gasps> a Let's Play of something by myself Fuck right. over the weekend. And uh, it's going to post on Wednesday. So. And, and it's Far Cry full. I mean, people who are friends with me on Steam might have a hint as to what it is. I was like, hold on. <laughs> now, I know he's, he wouldn't let his kids play that game, but he's playing a single-player game for no other reason that isn't like Assassin's Creed or The Witcher. No, sure, but okay. But but if you had known my full gaming history, I have a lot of hours in Far Cry 1 and Far Cry 3. Wow. No, I'm just saying, so it's not like, why would he ever play Far Cry unless he's Let's Playing it? That makes no sense at all. No, because it, it, it was immediately raising a red flag. It was. So people, actually, this might not get out until after that posts, depending on how uh, things go. Yeah, maybe. This could be a spoiler, and it could not be a spoiler. <laughs> uh, These are the best. I, I would say I'll try and make it a spoiler, but I did get a text like half an hour ago asking if I could work tonight. So... <laughs> 
So nope, no spoilers. No spoilers. So uh, you should go and check out the uh, Let's Play. <laughs> it's already yep. out. It's great. I've seen it. <laughs> it's already out. It is. Okay, I'm kind of worried because it is a much different maturity level than my channel is. Because mm-hmm, nothing mean, gets murdered in StarCraft, yeah. Oh, not just the murder. But there are probably 18 F-bombs dropped in the very first Let's Play. Not by me, but by the game. Uh-huh. And um, there's like some torture that happens. And there's some very up and close and personal knifing murder that happens. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, it's just different compared to StarCraft. I get what you're saying. In general, StarCraft is about killing stuff and there's blood and there's you mean an over-the-top view of an entire map centralized based on two human players intending to kill each other is different from a first-person narrative experience involving the struggling fail state of uh kirat Ooh, you nailed it i was like is he gonna get it is he gonna get it is it different yeah it's different yeah it's different go, go yeah figure. <laughs> yeah well, and I figured, too, I could put the game title in the d- details of the video. So mm-hmm. I believe that YouTube has the capability of saying if restricted mode is on, then it can basically say this is an M-rated game. We're going to just leave it off your subscription list mm-hmm. if that's not what you're interested in. So but I just wonder if people are going to get whiplash. Like, dude, I've never heard Falcon swear at all in any way on this stream, on his channel, and now suddenly he's playing the Far Cries. I mean, they still won't hear you swear. True. I still haven't True. heard you swear. Right. So it just seems like a tonal shift is all I'm saying. Some people are going to be a little weirded out, but hopefully it's okay. Because, I mean, I don't know. That's the stuff that I play. The Division, The Witcher, as you mentioned previously, Far Cry 3, Far Cry 1. Mm. These are very adult-themed and adult-contented typed games. Mm-hmm. And I love StarCraft. I really, really love StarCraft. But I play, say, I probably play stuff that's more adult-oriented in general. Are you planning on, like, hyping this up before it comes out? Or is this going to be, like, another convention appearance where you just say nothing to your fan base and then here it is? (laughs) Well, it's kind of too late to hype it up on the channel since I have my cats out for the next three days already and recorded. Uh I mean, I can throw something on Facebook and Twitter, but as we know, I have 600 on each, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. So a very small percentage of my entire sub base follows me on the social networks. But better than nothing, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter. It's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that should be their their corporate logo, corporate theme. Indeed. Mm. So there you go. Announcements. Super announcements. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another announcements. Wade and I finished the Wade and Falcon play something let's play of Portal 2. It's all done. It's finished. No more murder. No more robot murders. Exactly. It, it was a good time, though. I enjoyed the Portal 2. Had a little trouble with the last chapter and some timing, oh, man. timing elements. Did we ever? <laughs> That's kind of the best part, though. Struggling, struggling, and then you finally get it, and the sense of accomplishment is just... Mm. Yeah. 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 So if you have any suggestions of what we should play next, let us know. Hmm. Statistically, Wade will be quick to remind you that statistically, the chances of us choosing it are very poor. But no, 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 that is entirely incorrect. Statistically, I will remind you that unless you give us money on Patreon, you won't actually see if we picked your selection. That's more true. Yes. Statistically, that is a 0% chance. If you don't (laughs) support us on the Patreon for the pod or for the YouTube channel... You will never know. Yep. We won't tell you, that's for sure. In fact, no. I'm going to go back and bleep every mention of Portal 2. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the pod. I mean, seems like a lot of work for someone who has no time to do that, but you go for it, Wade. Sleep is overrated. Indeed. I'll sleep when I'm dead. All right, so here's the thing. Co-op campaign-style games are hard to find. Mm. Am I right in thinking this? Steam has 35,000 titles. There's got to be at least one. Truth. But I mean, okay, so here's... Wait a second. Is Far Cry 4 co-op? It is indeed. I was going to suggest it when I saw you play it. (laughs) I just never got around to it. Well, there you go. I mean, it's like Left 4 Dead 2, Call of Duty Black Ops, Gears Um, of War. I think I'll have to reinstall Ubisoft. Yes, you will. I might actually need to buy the game as well. Uh, yes. You will. I'm not sure 
but I think I've got it. I would be surprised if you weren't. All right, so I'm on Steam right now. Saints Row 2. Wow, that's old. Uh, Resident Evil 6. More Resident... I didn't know the Resident Evils were so co-op. How is Bus Simulator 16 co-op? Do you want to find out? No. <laughs> I want to get, oh. I'm not, do I look German to you? Nine. Did you know that's where all the like farming simulators and oh, truck driving simulators are Europe, yeah. is in Germany? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I'm just like, all right, guys, that's cool. You guys have fun. Yeah. I don't get it, but I respect it, I suppose. Mm, yeah. I mean, doing a search for. I don't have a Cry full. I got a Steam sale for like 15 bucks. That's how I get my games. Brag about it. I'm just saying. I watch the Steam sales and then I'm like. Well, here's the thing. I, I've already beaten it on the Xbox, so I just never picked it up on PC. Oh, but I'm happy to. Yeah, no, I can tell it's one of those games that was intended for console because the <laughs> menus, especially, are like, ah, yes, this was designed for the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, everything's in a circular radial dial. Yep, yeah, that's the other thing. The weapon wheel is a very console-y thing. There was a game that I saw. It's called We Were Here Too. Mm, okay. T double O O. It the, the only reason I didn't immediately suggest it, it's another puzzle game. It's a puzzle game? Yeah, it's another one. I mean So I didn't know if you wanted to do two in a row. I'm okay with it. Mm. It's also fairly cheap. It's ten bucks. So I'm watching a trailer for We Were Here One, which doesn't help. Whereas We Were Here Two, Steam. Do you need me to send you a link? No, I got it. I got this. Oh spelled T O O. How clever. Uh this looks very promising. Is it kind of like Tomb Raider without the machine guns? Mm, I suppose, maybe. I mean, in that Tomb Raider has the puzzles, but it also has a lot of the murder. Tomb Raider's puzzles were always kind of like second to the action. Yeah, that seems very fair. So it's like Tomb Raider, but with actual puzzles. Hmm. And it's co-op. And it's co-op. Is it co-op in the sense that it's designed for two people? Yes, I believe so. All right. Because it does not, in the if you scroll down on its store page, it doesn't have single player as an option. Okay, got it. So you have to have some kind of a friend, which is going to be hard for some people. Oh, well. That's cool. All right, nice. They, they can just watch us play instead. Yeah, that's what we're here for, is to make you feel like you have friends. All right. Uh, yeah, so I think we'll put that on the short list, and I'll keep looking, and you can keep looking, and we'll decide on something by the time we record again. Sure. Cool. So yeah, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Any important Australian news or current events? No. Nothing, huh? <laughs> Nothing that I'm keeping up with. That's that's fair. Your Twitter isn't blowing up with scandals. My Twitter is US-centric, I think. <laughs> oh, so you know more about United States current events than Australian current events? Well, here's the thing. Unless someone I follow tweets about it, I'll never hear about it because I do not look under like the trending hashtags and stuff like that. Yeah, but there's promoted tweets out there. Can you turn those off? Mm, promoted tweets gives me Australian banks at the moment. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's like, I already have an account with you. Please stop. Yeah, that's not very good advertising. And Samsung, which I'm currently holding a Samsung phone. Right. So good job, guys. Way to go. You got me. They want you to buy a newer Samsung phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they do. Let's not. They probably do, yeah. Yeah, let's not make any mistake about that. Yeah, my promoted tweets are often newsy things. I wonder why that is. Uh, I don't know. Mm. You're a hip guy who keeps up with the news. I guess. Mostly by accident, I guess. You can accidentally follow the news? Yep. Why not? Hmm. Actually, I'm on Twitter right now. I'm trying to see a promoted tweet. Where are they? Now that I want them, they're nowhere to be found. Wow, I just searched promoted on my front page of Twitter and nothing came up. Uh, I don't think you can... S- oh, you control F, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like you searched in Google in Twitter. Oh. Promoted. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Uh, Show me ads, please. <laughs> well, that's what I'm asking for and I'm not getting it. This is terrible. <laughs> it's just horrendous. Fine, fine. Moving on. Moving on. Well, good. Australia is quiet and boring. I suppose. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure there's something. Actually, I saw this Reddit post the other day. Uh, and it was about the emu war, but then also related to some nuclear testing that Australia had done. Uh-huh. You know, I've been seeing the emu will pop up more and more in other places now. Interesting. Oh, here we go. Uh, Operation Totem was a pair of British atmospheric nuclear tests which took place at Emu F- Field 
South Australia in 1953. Okay, one, Emu Field is in South Australia. The Great Emu War took place in Western Australia. Rats. Two very different places. Yeah, fine. We also have Kangaroo Point in the Northern Territory. Did you have like, a Kangaroo War have... that I don't know about? No, but I, so I can't just go there for kangaroos. You can get them everywhere. Mm. That's, that's my point. Right, right. Emus are in more places than emu, wherever it is you said. They're like raccoons in the United States. They're just everywhere. So what I was going to say is, have you heard of a YouTube channel called JT Music, formerly JT Machinima? Nope. They do a lot of like gamey nerd rap songs and stuff like that. Right. And a couple of weeks ago, they threw out a like challenge to a whole bunch of other people who do that to make gamey nerdy rap songs, except it has to be based on facts. Historical facts, yeah. No, not not just historical facts, but like scientific facts. Truth, got it. And one of them was Australia went to war with emus and got beaten. <laughs> That's good. That's so good. It's a more or less fun song. I mean, what I'm looking at here for their uploads is... Oh yeah, Fact Rap Challenge. I see it. And then it's Minecraft Rap... Fortnite rap, Cuphead rap, Rainbow Six. Okay, so basically they just take really popular stuff and piggyback off it. Pretty much. Cool. Overwatch and Team Fortress crossover rap. Yeah. That must get all the views. Actually, no, surprisingly. Huh. Well, here's the thing. There's Mae versus Pyro, which is yeah. Overwatch versus Team Fortress. and got 138,000. But there's one literally next to it, which has 2.9, and it's the same song. May versus Pyro. Yeah, wait, what? How? Huh? Oh, so it's... Because they, they, they put out the song, like, standard with him, like, standing in a recording booth singing, and the other one is they have animators. So which one got the most views? The animated one? No, the other one, I think. That's so interesting. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, there's two battlefronts. The first one got 800,000, the second one got 130. So basically they're reruns, but they're adding to it. I'm surprised they get so little attention. Mm. I guess the people really are. I think just, they get more. Yeah, right. Like people are just here for the rap. They don't care about the visual style. Mm. Well, they don't care about the animation. I think. But if you go back to like four months ago, one of my favorite songs by them, the Cuphead rap, has twenty six million views. Yeah. And then the animated version, half a million. I mean, that's following the pattern ish. Yeah, but that's just a massive disparity. Like the difference between Wolfenstein, his 906k, and 104k on the other one. Yeah, it's both. That's insane. But they, I mean, I don't know. 100,000 views is nothing to sneeze at. So I'm sure they're not saying, no, let's no. not bother putting that out. <laughs> Especially since it's basically half the work's already done. Exactly. Well, I don't know. Talk to the animators. I'm not sure that they would agree with that. I guess it depends on how complex the animation is. Mm. Bendy and the Ink Machine wrap, 944,000. Oh, no, 12 million for the first one. My kids are so terrified of Bendy. Have we talked about this? I think we have. Yeah, we have. We have. Yeah, that's been banned from the house. The rule is if you come upstairs at 10 p.m. crying about something you saw on YouTube, it gets banned. It's a fair rule. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Mercy versus Medic, 6.6 million. Mm. Yeah, this channel's doing all right. Yeah, I think they're going to be just fine. So this reminds me, are you familiar with Cracked at all? Cracked? Yeah. No. All right. So Cracked originally was a website that did humorous articles. If you just search Cracked on YouTube, it should pull up. Oh, yeah. Uh, what I liked about Cracked is it had a lot of different stuff, a lot of different features. One of them was called After Hours. And I'm using this in the past tense for reasons that will become clear soon enough. Uh, after Hours, where four, you know, four actors sit at a dining table and just dissect a diner, like a diner table, and just dissect something. Talk about Westworld and the robots. They talk about uh, 80s movies. It's a very, anyway, it's very specific. The writing is very good. It's, it's scripted. It's very scripted, all of it is. And anyway, it was great. I came here all the time, used to watch their stuff. And then all of a sudden, everybody that I was familiar with was gone. And a lot of the people both acted and wrote for the videos and so i would notice i wouldn't see them anymore and i started digging into it and yeah apparently some other company bought cracked and slashed everybody and they're trying to make a go of it and it's just it's one of those things where what are you doing like the reason i came here was because of these people and now they're gone mm -hmm. why would i return oh, i really don't understand 
Yeah. And now I think they're done. Their last video was two months ago. I think they're out. Um, no, the, the other channels have had longer hiatuses than that. True. But have other channels also had all of their major people quit or get fired, right? Uh, yeah. Um, someone who's a really old YouTuber as a reference, <laughs> Ray William Johnson. Oh my gosh, that guy. Yeah. He, that guy was basically at the top of YouTube for a while, and then his channel had no it, it basically devolved from his series equals three into like top 10 lists with like some people that he still had on style for a while and then there was like nothing for six months and then he started doing vlogs again and he's not getting nearly the views that he used to get no not nearly but he came back from like a six month break on the internet <laughs> yeah kind of seems like it hurt oh yeah yeah that when you get into a legal battle yeah with maker that'll hurt yeah another a similar channel that way is uh called mr b tongue mm. and it is not big it is not a big channel at all but this guy basically makes videos about video games to put it mm -hmm. in short he is currently doing a multi-part series on violence in video game and what's funny is part one was uh i want to say 14 months ago <laughs> and then part <laughs> two came out in january so <laughs> this guy this guy disappears uh, but I stay subscribed because he comes back and it's always great. I really, really enjoy his stuff. So I guess I'm giving a plug for Mr. B-Tongue, but... I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I'm just forever annoyed at YouTube. <laughs> Every time I have to log in... Uh, okay, so one time I was at my mate's work. Um, his boss was like, if you come around and help him because I can't be there, I'll give you like 50 bucks for the day. And I was like, all right, sure. And he's a landscaper. Well, he was. And he, he wanted to get a bike loan. So I was like, look, I'll fill out some application forms. I'll set up a new uh, Gmail account for you so you can get them all and check them at home. Basically, I was knocking off work. Yeah. And so I signed out of everything on my phone. So because for the longest time, I did not have a Gmail account associated with my YouTube account because I signed up for YouTube when you didn't have Gmail. Right. And it was just a username. It wasn't an email address. It, it had an email address associated with it, my Hotmail account. Okay, got it. But it predated no, Gmail. I'm really sure my age. <laughs> right. And I signed out of everything. I signed him up, made his Gmail account in his online name. And then I realized I didn't sign out of YouTube app, which then just said, hey, you made a Gmail account. We're just going to associate that. <laughs> and now I, I cannot get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Thanks, Google. Thanks yeah. for just making that happen. Ugh. Yeah, I now have colexgiggles at gmail.com. <laughs> that's amazing are you sure you can't fix this i feel like it's fixable i don't know uh, I, I i've tried at the time and i like there's no way to replace it it might be now but i don't know <laughs> <sighs> so dumb so dumb oh i did want to mention about mr b tongue the reason i got into his videos is because a website another website that i go to linked to his videos about mass effect 3 and why it sucked he does mm. he did I want to say like a four-part series on why Mass Effect was crap. Uh, okay. So if you want to watch something about how Mass Effect 3 was not good, this is not I generally to be. tend to stay away from things that are intentionally shitting on the things I like. That seems very fair. Mm. Very fair indeed. Ooh, have we talked about Mass Effect? Might not be a good idea based on this conversation. I mean, we can. <laughs> All right. I might not agree with it, but All right. that's a whole other question. So Mass Effect 1 starts out with this amazing like call of cthulhu in space story right where it's scary space monsters with the ability to read your mind and brainwash you and turn you into a unwilling husk in control of this deep thing that we don't understand and can't possibly beat and then that kind of just went away like by mass effect 3 it's not really what's going on anymore yeah but i felt like that was kind of play like so what? Like, <laughs> clearly by the time Mass Effect 2 came around, the focus of the story had changed from we're going to put humans on spikes and turn them into husks to we're going to gather them and create a human reaper. Like, there was some yeah. overarching story goal that changed. And I don't think one is particularly better than the other, but I'm not unhappy that the way the things went the way they went. Yes. Well, what happened was Bioware got bought by EA between 1 and 2. So that's your answer. Oh, is that is that is that is that actually what happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
I'm not. <laughs> frankly, I'm surprised there even is a Mass Effect Two now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they they weren't immediately shut down. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it was it's 2007 EA, so it's not full on e- evil EA yet. Yeah. They hadn't discovered microtransactions, which they did in <laughs> 2012 yet. Right. So they couldn't fully destroy it, but yeah, there's abs- that tonal shift between one and two and three is absolutely due to EA taking over. That's when the purchase happened. You can't rule it out as an influence, but at the same time, it's a it's a creative decision as well, right? Yeah. They needed the story to go somewhere. Yeah. So that so they changed it from Reapers are just coming to destroy the galaxy to they're coming to catalog the species at the top and reset the balance. Yeah, and wipe them out. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay, so Mass Effect 1 was a lot more talky. It was much more of an RPG. Much, much more of an RPG. And then 2 comes out in 2010, so that's three years after... EA purchased yep. it. So there's they got three years to meddle in there and say, this needs to be more like Call of Duty. And it is. They completely revamped combat system. Mm. Which you can say, yes, that's more like Call of Duty, which was still on the upwards trend at the time. But it's also a much better combat system than the first one had. Yes, and that's fair. The first combat system had a lot of things to complain about. 100%. So anyway, I just, I don't know. There are all these loose ends. And then Mass Effect 3 ends with, there's a Star Child and you get to choose a color and some stuff happens thanks for playing i mean <laughs> i just kind of feel like they wrote themselves into a corner had no idea what to do with it and said we got to wrap this up somehow so here we go mass effect 3's ending uh was originally kind of only awful if you only played it once okay right if you just, if you had your ending you're like oh okay I, yes, I picked a color and stuff happened. Maybe I lost a fleet or two, and maybe the Quarians got annihilated by the Geth. And Which, holy crap, that's not good. No, my ending, I had the Geth and the Quarians work together because you can do that. Oh, well, look who's the smarty pants here. Yeah. The Quarians <laughs> and the Geth get figure work their differences out. Even mm-hmm. though, essentially, the Koreans want to annihilate the Geth and kind of vice versa, more in a self-defense way. <laughs> and then in another playthrough, I had the Quarians... Uh, no, I had the Geth wipe out the Quarians, and then I chose the ending that killed all robotic life. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so, so they both ended up dead. Yeah, that would do. Sorry, Geth. Nothing, nothing personal, guys. That's where the problems really arise, is when you realize each of the colors doesn't so much as represent the ending you maybe perceive as the better one or the outcome that you would like in that they're all very similar you know answers to a big problem that they'd been building for two and a half games at that point yes i mean making your player make an uninformed decision about Mm -hmm. things that are far and wide reaching in the consequence is not a great choice there's also but they did lay enough like information to have the indoctrination theory going right which i liked just because i really like convoluted fictional universe theories (laughs) (laughs) i liked it as well but it was still kind of like the what is it the life on mars where you wake up and two seasons were a dream or whatever yes it it was a bit like that yes it was hey Maybe he's indoctrinated, and when he, like, knocked his head and everything after that was just a dream, the game didn't actually happen that way. People people don't like that very much. No. Nope. Although there is a version of that for StarCraft 2, where uh, Jim Rayner's actually just been drinking on Marsara for the entire of StarCraft 2. Okay. And he <laughs> dreamed it all, because they were k- kind of unhappy with the ending of that as well. So that's it? That's the theory? He just dreamed the whole thing? <laughs> Yeah, like he's just in a drunk dreamer theme imagining what's been going on in his version of reality based on what the TV news broadcast is saying at the bar. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. I mean, not as not as complex. It's not as complex, but it gives people the idea he can go back to just being, I'm going to kill Sarah Kerrigan and I'm going to drink myself into a stupor before I do it. It kind of resets the story, but yes. uh, people weren't happy with the story, so that's what they <laughs> thought of. Wow. I mean, you have to be really unhappy with a story for that. <laughs> like, none of it happened. I refuse to accept any of this. <laughs> I mean, the ending of StarCraft 2 is kind of lame. 
It is. It's not good. It's not particularly brilliant. <laughs> well, and again, Activision bought Blizzard. I mean, that's how this they didn't. Works. They didn't buy Blizzard. They, they did. merged. They mm. merged. It's a very different process. Mm. All right. Fine. That's all I got. Anyway, the point is, when larger, big entities get involved with these smaller shops, not that Blizzard is necessarily small, but you get what I mean. But yeah. you can't you can't blame publishers buying developers. Like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot there I don't like, but you can't always blame that for creative decisions not going the way you'd like. But it happens so many times. Everybody that EA has bought has either started. F- okay, that's the that's the pattern, right? Is they start failing and then EA kills them. They take them out <laughs> back to the ditch and shoot shoot them in the head, and that's the end of that. No, no, no. They don't shoot them. They take them up to a farm. They live on servers upstate. <laughs> they can they can run around and play and hunt rabbits. It's great. Can so much so much space to run around and just enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that totally happens. Uh... <laughs> it seems entirely likely that the entire reason publishers even by developers is entirely just for the IP licenses that they can hold in like a recycling bin and spit them out 10 years later again. Yeah, they can merchandise and things like that. Yeah. Very true. Which is unfortunate because you would think that that would maybe not interact with the creative decisions in the game, but it evidently does. Super does. Well, and I think part of it too maybe is that, hey, why do we have a staff of 15 writers? Why do we need all these guys? Let's cut it to five. Make it happen. What do you mean at crunch time in game development, the writers are going home at six? <laughs> it's like, what do you mean three weeks before the game's launch, they're not still writing out new dialogue for the characters? Yeah. You, what do you mean we're a little bit past that in the development? No. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I don't think they're showing up in meetings and saying, hey, we should think the plot should go like this. They're just, they just fire people and get rid of staff and cut, and that's the result. And there's not enough mm. people to make it happen. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. I'm sad. Let's talk about something that makes me happy. Um, your wife is getting paid in Chick-fil-A gift cards? Yes, that's happening. That I want to know more about. <laughs> I mean, it's that's pretty much the whole story. So my wife does uh, singing gigs, just, I don't know, kind of on the side. Singing what? Stuff, whatever. Like parties and stuff? Okay, like so live she's events? a per- live performer. That okay. So she's doing some live shows, and instead of opting for a cash money settlement, she's chosen food gift cards at Chick Fil A. Well, it's not that she had a choice necessarily. They were like, "Hey, we're offering this." <laughs> so basically, someone put out a post on Craigslist saying, "Who's out there who can sing and obviously can't afford their own food at the moment?" Right. Okay. But yeah, in the end, it ended up being one hundred and sixty dollars in Chick Fil A gift cards. So. How I'll many trips it. to Chick Fil A is that? How many? I don't know. Like for one person or a family, right? Because uh, that's very different. Both. Both. How much yeah. is it if you just you go? I don't know. Or it's just you and your seven wife. Seven bucks. It's seven bucks for me to go by myself. Seven dollars, and you got a hundred and sixty dollars. Yes. Okay. That answers that. And if for the kids, about twenty bucks. <laughs> so hold on. Three kids and a wife is an extra thirteen dollars, and you spend seven on yourself. Kids' meals are cheap. I'll take your word for At it. At Chick-fil-A, they are. Other, some places are not. I don't like those places. Because <laughs> they're not cheap. Correct. Right. It just seems like a very odd arrangement. I, I couldn't imagine anyone willing to take a job for gift card food money. But it's a one-time deal. It's not like we we want you here every day for four hours and we're going to continually pay you in gift cards. Like, it's just, hey, come do this thing. We'll never talk to you again. And that's it. How do they afford Chick-fil-A gift cards? I don't know. I don't know where they get them. Maybe they stole them. <laughs> that would be my fear. Uh-huh. Like, but you don't know if it's valid until you get there and after you order. And yeah. if it's not $107 and it's just a used gift card, you then owe the cashier $170 of your own money. Or you ask them to run it first and say, hey, I got this in payment for something. Can you check it out? And then that raises all kinds of tax questions. Yeah. Like, do you, are you going to declare that on tax? That's a really good point. Yeah, I think we do. Okay, fair enough. Just, I'll leave it at that. Then. I had not considered that. Hmm. Weird, but yep. So if it turns out that she gets paid and it was a scam, then I'll let you know. Okay, good. We'll talk about it. <laughs> what else do we have here? 
<laughs> well, stuff that makes me happy, which was not necessarily that, like the gauntlet. And snow. Which one would you like to talk about? <laughs> so, kind With of kid re- injury update. Is that a good? Is that a happy story? Or did he like lose his face? That's happy too. It's a lot of happy stuff. <laughs> okay. So yesterday I'm casting for the gauntlet, and I mentioned that I've been getting winter storm warnings on my phone for the last two days. I mean, apparently the weather service is very concerned about me being no or me being aware of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I say if it starts snowing, I will take, I'll put my webcam and I'll point it towards the window in this room, and you can see the snow. Mm-hmm. So about halfway through the cast, I'm like, oh, it's snowing. I got to do it before it gets dark because it started getting dark. Started the sun started going down. Mm-hmm. And I grab my webcam and I kind of start to bring it out from bring the cable out from behind my computer. And it is a rat's nest back there. <laughs> and as a result, I pull the cord on my router and it falls off the back of the thing and un- actually unplugs the Ethernet. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And I lose connection for a good five minutes. Like I have to move my desk and get back there and untangle the rat's nest and figure out what the problem was and reboot the modem and reboot the router. And by the time I get back in there, the sun has set and it's too dark to see anything. And it was very sad. That is just unfortunate that all this happened on a live stream with 150 people watching. I know, right? Well, worst. technically they weren't watching because you've knocked your modem off. <laughs> uh, yes, not watching. But we were all laughing. Yep. I, I, I couldn't see, but I assume that everybody was having a grand old time enjoying that. So anyway, I woke up this morning to gall darn a foot and a half of snow on my driveway that I had to shovel. Oh, so it really was like that bad again. It was really that bad. It was. They were not kidding. It snowed all night. It was still snowing as of hmm. t- like 10, 11 a.m. this morning. That's how bad it was. Ooh. Good 12 hours of snow. It'll get you. Get you every time. That is terrible. Super, super terrible. So anyway. Something I want to mention about the gauntlet. I meant to bring this up with you at some point, but I don't know when I would have. During the stream, you and Jordan mentioned that there was a thing where everyone collectively misremembers information. Yeah, the uh, Mandela effect. Right. And as an example, you used the Shredder missile from one of the Raven's abilities from StarCraft 2. She did, yeah. Right, right. Which is entirely incorrect because Blizzard called it the Shredder missile. Yeah, that's what I thought. But he was so convinced that it was never officially called that. And I was like, uh, okay. I mean, you did agree with him. Like, and it seemed like you were on board for a while there. Didn't push the issue, which is my problem. In a StarCraft stream, you have to be StarCraft accurate. That's fair. I wasn't. You let it slide by. I did. I should be held accountable for my actions. You and Jordan. All right, so give me the details, Wade. Details about what? When was it called the Shredder Missile and until when? Uh, I could look it up now if you'd like. So it's in the StarCraft wiki, mm-hmm. but... There is a blog post for about major design changes. I think it was... That mentions it. Yes. September 28th changes of last year. Okay, so it was the initial name of the anti-armor missile, but it's not called the Shredder Missile. I mean, it's not called it now. Was it? Because this, the only time I can see it referenced is in this proposed changes on August 31st. I will send you a link. Okay. And the Raven has Shredder Missile debuff duration increased from 10.7 to 21.24, uh, 21.4 seconds. All right. It was clearly called the Shredder Missile. It was originally oh. called the Shredder Missile and then it got just changed to the Anti-Armor Missile. Okay. There you go. Proof that it was the Shredder. It was in fact the Shredder. Well, I'm glad we got that cleared up. Now we have to tweet at Jordan and shame him. Yes, I will. No, I don't want to do that. I already oh. think he doesn't like me. <laughs> That's because you're mean to him. That, nope. Which is why I'm not going to Twitter shame him. But you want to, so you might as well. <laughs> I want someone to. I mean, I want to. I mean, I'll do it. I can do it in a nice way. <laughs> I'll shame him, but he won't notice. <laughs> right. He won't feel bad, because it's coming from somebody who generally respects him. I Now... That is slanderous. I respect him. That's true. If you didn't respect him, you just thought he was irredeemable moron. Then you wouldn't bother. Mm. I like it. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's NBA All-Star Weekend last weekend. So this is my NBA Ooh. Minute, if you want. Oh, we're doing NBA Minute now. We are. I think I mentioned this last week. And on your marks, get set, go. NBA All-Star Weekend 2018 was this past weekend. It was a good time. It was held in Los Angeles. 
the NBA seemed to work very, very hard to remind you that, hey, look, celebrities live in L.A., which was kind of annoying in my personal opinion, but perhaps everybody else found it incredible. The important events, the slam dunk contest, the three-point shooting contest, and the all-star game were all pretty good, I would have to say. The dunk contest, perhaps I'm a little bit biased because a local hometown hero, Donovan Mitchell, who plays for the Jazz, actually won the slam dunk contest as a rookie, which I was so happy to see. That was just great. He's such a great kid. He's going to have a great, amazing career, and to see him get some success at the national stage was fantastic. They did a LeBron versus Steph NBA All-Star game. LeBron's team won that in what turned out to be a pretty great game. First three quarters, not much defense played. But in the end, LeBron's team was down by around 13 or 14. And he said, all right, time to go. He ramped up the defense, made it happen, shut down the other team. And team LeBron won by one point. There you go. Very good. That's it. That is it. I didn't understand a word of what you said. Uh, You know what a slam dunk is. Uh, that's where they put the ball in the hoop, but they hold on to the hoop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Yep. I mean, that's accurate. I mean, I sent you a video. We can put it in the show notes of the slam dunk contest. Sure. All right. So that's your NBA minutes. What else? Mm. What else? What else do we have today? Oh, yes. Kid injury update. So my boy, the middle boy who had his jaw dislocated and also managed to fall and fracture his orbital bone. And another childhood accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been on a liquid diet for the last 10 days. But just mm-hmm. yesterday, he was able to start trying some softer foods. I mean, he's still not eating apples or steak or things that really require a lot of jaw work. But Did, did his diet before this consist mainly of apples and steak? Uh, no, it did not. At least he's not missing it. He's not. <laughs> but now he's up to soft foods, which is like beans, macaroni, and cheese, which he's very happy to have back in his diet. That was something he was missing, for sure. Well, macaroni and cheese is delicious. It is. He's not wrong. So hopefully things look good. He's going to get his stitches out here next week. And hopefully he doesn't have a horribly disfiguring scar, because that's a real possibility at this point. See, you say horribly disfiguring. No, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> like I, I haven't seen the scar. I, I have no idea how big it will be. He's a small child at the moment still, yes? Yes. Right. When he gets bigger, that will shrink. Yeah. Unless he's two-faced at the moment, it, he will not be horribly disfigured. No, he will not. That's why I was exaggerating. I mean, it's right. just really a matter of, is it going to be, hey, that's a very noticeable scar, or it's going to be like, I can't even tell anything happened there, right? That's the difference. So, we'll see. You've told me that sometimes you get very anxious as a parent so i was trying to soothe your worries oh apparently that was not needed at this time uh generally no i mean the example that comes to like readily comes to mind is i've got two brothers who both got stitches on their face somewhere um one of them you can still see the scar it's on the corner of his eye and the other one is on his forehead and the forehead one is much less noticeable by far compared to the one that's on the corner of his eye so okay and again, I don't know what the difference is. I mean, I think they both went to the same hospital. I guess they had different surgeons, but... Who knows? I don't. It's a mystery. We'll have to wait and see. I'll send you... I'll send you... Maybe I'll put it on Twitter. That's going to be your son when he grows up. Yeah. That's cool. That'll get all the girls. Oh, oh yeah. he looks so rough and tumble. That's what kids say these days. <laughs> they rough and I'm tumble. I'm so attracted to rough and tumble men. <laughs> <laughs> and they sound like that too second graders you know yeah yeah look at them girl well before i cut myself shaving like this <laughs> yeah. which is actually the line he says in the movie because that is from death proof that's fantastic it says he cut himself shaving ha. it's a great movie if you haven't seen it death proof heard good things it was actually the first quentin tarantino movie i saw but i didn't know it was quentin tarantino at the time oh. for many years death proof wasn't his first movie reservoir dogs no, no, the first movie I saw. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, I got that, but I was just wondering if chronologically his first movie was, I got this, I got this. Yep, Reservoir Dwogs. Reservoir Dwogs. 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 Actually, technically, I did a, a short, well, a, a film called My Best Friend's Birthday. It's 1987 film from IMDb. I've never heard okay. of this. And it's uh, the tagline is, it's Mickey's birthday, and his girlfriend just left him. So that's when his friend Clarence shows him a birthday he'll never forget. What? <sighs> My best friend's birthday. Yep. Oh, and it stars Quentin Tarantino. He's Clarence. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, Quentin. He's been putting himself in his films for a long time. Which is amusing, because I actually don't know what he looks like. <laughs> You've... I've, I've probably seen him. Yeah. I just, I've never put a name to a face. Hmm. It's kind of a derpy-looking dude. Derpy-looking dude. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, here. Take your word for it. Dang it. Do I have to do all the work around here? I, I never said I wanted to see him. Well, now you are. Too late. You have to click on the link. It's required. It's required. Mandatory. Mm -hmm. Mandatory click. Mandatory internet usage. So he is kind of derpy, but it's maybe more or less just a photo. The point is, he's not like so everyman looking that when he puts himself in his films and kind of cameo roles that you can miss it. Every time he shows up, you're like, hey, it's Quentin. <laughs> there he is. I'm completely taken out. Of the fictional universe I've been put in because the director's on the screen. Was he in Django Unchained? Yep. D I, don't, I don't recognize him. Yeah, I know. It, okay, you have to know in advance. It's not like you're not going to go... No, but I'm just oh, saying, yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I can't picture him in his role is what I'm saying. Yeah, but if you watch Django now, you would absolutely see it. That's all I'm saying. I'm... Okay, I'll let you watch for it. Mm. Maybe, uh, it's been a while since I've seen it. Maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> it is pretty good. Whoosh. All right. So I think that's it. Anything else you wanted to cover here today? No, I don't think so. Well, thanks again, everybody, for listening and supporting us on the Patreon and subscribing to us through iTunes and Beyond Pod and Last FM and places like that. Again, stay tuned for another edition of Wade and Falcon Play Something New next mm -hmm. time around and watch for that new edition of The Portal 2. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to go and check out Falcon Paladin playing Far Cry 4. Yeah, that's going to come out. Or has probably already come out at this point. It'll be somewhere. Yes. Go find it. It will. It's, it might be good. It might be. It was great. The greatest Let's Play you've ever seen. Although I don't know what would make something the greatest Let's Play you've ever seen. To promote yourself, you have to give it a qualifier. It's the best Let's Play on your channel. It is. It's accurate. 100% accurate. It's not the only Let's Play on my channel. Exactly. But it is the best. Correct. Beats Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, for sure. Did you watch that? <laughs> yeah i did good i'm glad you did all right that's it that's gonna be it from us thanks again uh for listening and until next time as always really appreciate your support and you take care of yourself oh no it's coming it's here where is it <laughs>